Welcome back, everybody. It's Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference of Illinois, and thanks for listening to our program here this morning. We have with us a very interesting guest who has produced a very interesting film. His name is Jeff Rogers. He has produced a film called Fly. Jeez, oh, I'll be all right. Blind Eyes Opened, and um, it's now on Amazon Prime. And I'd strongly recommend, if you have a chance, uh, if you're home. Uh, to take a look at at this film, if you have Amazon Prime, which I know many people do, it's about uh, the scourge of human trafficking. Uh, Jeff, are you with us? Yes, Bob. Thank hey. you so much for having me on the program. Yeah. I really appreciate it. No, thank you. Thanks for taking some time this morning. Um, we have about 10 minutes. Um, Jeff, tell us a little bit about uh, what Blind Eyes Opened is. By the way, I've seen the movie. Um, I ha- was fortunate enough to, to look at it probably, uh, I don't know, about two months ago. It's very well done. Um, and it's 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 at times hard to watch because of the subject matter, but it's treated very well. Jeff, tell us about the film and what led you what led you to this work. It's an interesting story. Sure. Well, I appreciate your comments about the film, and uh, again, thanks for allowing us to talk about it. So, my wife and I founded the Ships of Tarshish, which is the ministry that produced Blind Eyes Opened. We founded the organization with our board of directors in 2011. And about seven years ago, we started this project. We started to learn about the truth of sex trafficking here in America. Uh, Many people who are aware of this thing called sex trafficking still think it's an issue over there or overseas. And so our our mission with this film has been to highlight and expose the truth of sex trafficking that's occurring here inside the United States. And the the film is really a calling to the church and to Christians around the country. We consider this to be a Christian documentary. And what we mean by that is really the the way that the story is told, it's first of all, it's fitting and suitable for a Christian audience. It's very important for us to, mm-hmm. uh, to, to produce the film in this way. And then it really tells the truth of what's happening and is a calling to get Christians and churches involved and engaged in this fight to help stop this scourge. And the film is put together with over 40 people. There's over 40 interviews in the documentary, six of which are survivors from here in the United States, six very courageous women who were victims of sex trafficking when they were younger and who have been just radically transformed by Jesus Christ and now telling their story about the truth of what happened to them. And and so the film really does listen through their mouthpieces the truth of what's happening in all of our neighborhoods across this country today. I think one of the things that struck me is, is one thing you said is that I do think there's still a perception, and, and I even kind of have this myself, I'm not sure why, is that th- these are people brought in from overseas, from, from third world countries, and that does happen. I don't mean to diminish that at all. But the people that you profile in the film, I, I think what I was struck with most is, wow, this could happen to almost anybody. And and their stories are so interesting in that you could see that um, it doesn't take much for one sort of mishap in life or a bit of bad luck or what have you to lead to something else, to something else. And before you know it, you're in a situation that it's very difficult to get out of. And by the grace of God, all these women that you profile do, and they're very um, articulate and passionate about their story. But it is it is something that I think that we should be cognizant of, is that this is just not something that can happen to, oh, it, it's never going to happen to anybody I know or my world. But the fact of the matter is, it, it could. Well, that's absolutely true and something we all need to be aware of as parents and grandparents and teachers and healthcare workers, et cetera. So 
what we really don't understand is we're coming across these people all of the time. And so, and it's Mm -hmm. not really a matter to instill fear, but just really a matter of education and awareness. So we would put the number at well over 100,000 children in America are trafficked for sex every single day here inside of our own borders. These are American-born kids. Uh, the, the estimates are maybe 60 to 70 percent of children that are trafficked in America today come out of the foster care system. Uh, other stats says that around 36 percent of those children are boys, and that's a topic that very few people even are aware of, is that boys are trafficked too. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, it is the truth that we've really got to get a hold of and be aware of if we're going to take steps to actually make a difference and stop this from happening. Yeah. Um, you Like you said, the, the, the film took a number of years to produce. I think it was far longer than you had originally projected, so these things are never easy to do, but the product is, is worth viewing. Um, what? So I know you've been trying to get it into uh, church audiences, which has been, is right now, is a little difficult because of what's going on with the pandemic and all that. So at some point in time, we hope that will resume. So Amazon Prime has it, and that's really nice to see. How were you able to get that out to Amazon Prime? Well, we just engaged with Amazon. The process is actually not that difficult. So we, we released it on Amazon Prime about a week and a half, two weeks ago. Uh, the, the film was actually released in over 500 theaters, mainstream theaters nationwide on January 23rd as a Fathom event. And then immediately following that was released through Fathom's Faith Content Network. And that's when a number mm-hmm. of churches across the country began to show the film in their churches. But obviously with the pandemic, that has, as you said, that has ceased. So what we do have coming next is um, we have DVDs that are on the way. No release date yet, but very soon they'll be released. And as soon as the DVDs are released, we're going to then be releasing a public performance license that churches can then engage with so they can show and, and really have a screening of the film in their churches. And so obviously as churches begin to open back up following the pandemic, these will start to get on board. And that's really, like I said at the beginning of this, is it, it is the calling to the church. And so it's asking churches to step up yeah. and get involved in this topic. And one of the best ways that we know how to get people aware of this topic is to show this film. And I do think there's an interest out there in this topic. I, I do, I, I've participated in some um, uh, forums at, at parishes in the past and in, in the Chicagoland area. And, and I can remember one in particular it was in January. It was like a Sunday, and it was really, the weather was miserable. And I remember thinking, no one's going to come to this thing. <laughs> it was like at 4 o'clock, and I think, you know, it was a playoff time for football or something. And and I was really surprised the number of people who came to this forum and how interested people were in this very same in very same topic. And and it was, the community was well engaged. I mean, it was well-publicized event, but I, I do think that um, um, it's the type of thing that, in particularly, I, I make a comment or two about how it's the church's obligation to step forward on this. I think the church has a unique role here. Well, I definitely agree with that. First of all, we feel that these kids that I mentioned are, are really the modern-day orphans, and obviously mm-hmm. the Word of God calls us to take care of the orphans. And so we do believe that it is the church's responsibility to engage in this to not only raise awareness, but also identify and support local organizations within the community that are either running safe homes or have outreach to identify victims or uh, doing a number of things to help stop this within the community. So that's critically important and uh, definitely a calling of the church to engage in this. Um, The organization is called Ships of Tarsus, and that's the organization that produced the film? That's correct. So uh, like I said, it's a ministry that my wife, Carrie, and I founded in 2011, 
Um, the, the website that people can go to to learn more about the film today Please. is blindeyesopened.com. So they can also Google the Ships of Tarshish Ministry, but uh, the easiest way to find out more about the film is blindeyesopened.com, and, and there all of the latest information. The trailer can be seen there. Uh, we still have information up for churches to engage, uh, links to Amazon there, and also when DVDs become available, they'll be for sale through that website as well. So that's really the, the main hub for people to find out more about the film. Like I said, it's a terrific film. I highly encourage people to take a look at it. Um, I think it's one of these topics that, uh, especially in the church community, I find people have an interest in this topic, and I think this film takes that to the next level. And there's also a little bit of instructions about what to do. Isn't there enough in the dialogue at the end? Oh, absolutely. It's how to get engaged in this and different ways that people can. I tell you, another thing that churches can do is to help with the foster care system. Like I said, 60 to 70 percent of the kids that are trafficked come out of foster care. And so it's really an obligation to engage with these kids, obviously, before they become trafficked as well, and to reduce the risks of, of them being trafficked in the first place. Jeff, thanks so much for taking some time this morning. Once again, the website is uh, blindeyesopened.com. Yes, sir. Dot com. BlindEyesOpen.com. Look for it. Um, it. That's the website, and please look for it as well on Amazon Prime. Uh, take a look at it, and hopefully when the churches reopen again, um, we'll continue this conversation, but even more so. Jeff, thanks so much. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Um, and thanks for our other guests as well for joining us here this morning. Um, congratulations to uh, Bishop-elect Father Tulka. Tilka, I'll learn how to say that one of these days correctly, uh, as well as Kathy Stauber and uh, Mary Lou Kelly, who joined us to talk a little bit about the uh, call to prayer, and Glenn Van Cura from the Diocese of Joliet. Uh, Glenn does a great job out there meeting the needs of, the ho- of those who are most in need, uh, the homeless and those who are hungry during this very difficult time. Um, thanks to him as well. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference of Illinois, and thanks for listening this morning. We'll be back on the third Monday in the month of April. Uh, year is cranking right along. No, that's right. That's the other way around. I know what I'm doing. Let's see. That would be June. <laughs> it's Monday. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's going to be a long week. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.